Thank you for listening to the Priority Learning Article Archive. Narrated by Michael McKean. Produced by McKean Media Management. Values. A Fable Rooted in Real Life. By Ralph Twombly. Your turn to be the consultant. This month, I want to begin a series of articles that are written in case study form. For a long time, I have wanted to do this and share some of the successes our clients have seen over the years and to share some holes we think you might want to avoid. In the interest of protecting our clients, we have disguised the names and a few of the circumstances so you can get the value from what they have learned. Our intent is never to embarrass or tell tales out of school. Much of what we do is under the umbrella of confidentiality, and we will honor that agreement at all times. So please look at the stories as anecdotal and more about the lessons than the people who either succeeded or met real adversity in the event. This story is about organizational values, so let's start with some definition. We went looking for what are organizational values, and we found organization values represent the foundation on which the company is formed, defining an organization's unique values is the first and most critical step in its formation and development, while difference in opinion and skills may be beneficial to the success of an organization, a unity of purpose must be maintained. In order for the institution to be successful, the values on which the company is built must be appropriate for the time, place, and environment in which the organization will operate. A company's organizational values let others know what is, why it has been created, and how it is different from other companies. With those definitions, we can now move on to this story. Bell Jacobs was a newly minted president of a small manufacturer, Rally Technologies. Rally was owned by Monument Industries, which acquired Rally 15 years ago because they were a one-time vendor who created the motors for all of Monument's designs. Bell's rise to the top of the ladder was particularly satisfying because, as most of her colleagues said, Manufacturing is a man's world. Bell came up the hard way and had to wait for senior leaders to eventually move on or retire. But patience had always been one of her strengths. Stay strong, preserve, and excel were more important than perfection. And also, loyalty counts. Make your leader look like a hero and return on that investment always pays off. Was Bell's response to one of my questions. Bell came up through a variety of organizational routes sales, then HR, eventually finance, and her last stop was as the chief operating officer in charge of R&D and marketing. This unique background prepared Bell to know the whole business, and that education taught her a few things that she tucked away over the years. From the beginning, it was apparent to most who met Bell that the raw materials were there. She is smart, can take on almost any challenge successfully, manages her stress, Leads people and discovers leaders. Lots and lots of leaders. Clearly, Bell has the it factor. When I first met Bell, she and I discussed what she wanted from her organization and its people. And Bell was quick to tell me if business finds the best people and keeps those people satisfied, little else matters. She learned this through sales and then wound up in the HR role, but kept it to herself because the president of Rally at the time felt very differently. To him, if it wasn't measurable, it didn't exist. And he felt that if you had the right product, a good process, and sold the heck out of it, 
all things would work themselves out. In the beginning of Belle's career, she was convinced that her people-oriented view was based on some soft ideas ingrained through her youth in a very close family. As time went by, she became more and more convinced that the strategy of good satisfied people made more and more sense. So the day she was named president, she was not nearly as excited by the title, money, and prestige as she was by the opportunity to place, place her, her fingerprint, fingerprint on the organization and build something on her value of good satisfied people. Soon, Bell started to institute a more participative environment, complete with idea generation systems and employee involvement, and a heavy emphasis on ideas driven through employees taking ownership for their own jobs and building stronger teams. Cost control was not lost on Bell, and while she would speak of her people, it was widely accepted that she understood all the best practices of running a manufacturing organization. Troubles in the economy and at home In early 2009, and in the throes of the biggest recession of our times, the home office back at Monument was starting to feel the impact of clients holding their capital budgets. At first slowly, and then more rapidly, 20, 30, 40, and even 50% of the order volume evaporated, and along with that evaporation came the necessary capital cuts at Monument. Because people constitute the biggest part of most businesses, expense pressure was applied from Monument to Rally. First, a cutback of 10% of the workforce was mandated. Soon, the message for an additional 20% came from headquarters. Meanwhile, back at Rally, Bell had been building a leaner organization that was able to respond through teamwork to high demand and cover expense without adding people. As a result, she was working with fewer people to get greater productivity and had begun to build the foundation of something unique in her industry, a high-performance organization. Efficiency at Rally was creating a new norm for all the companies owned by Monument. In fact, Bell had fans back at the home office that saw the changes she had authored. All of this considered, Bell could see the writing on the wall and presented the problem to her employees. At first, the people at Monument set out the orders, reduced the workforce by 50%. Bell could envision the looks on her people's faces as she prepared to tell them as a group of the orders. All that she valued and created would be challenged. She could hear her own doubts about what she did. Would it have been better to just do like the previous president? Did she lead her people on by letting them take ownership in their work to lose out to a corporate mandate? What are your thoughts? Tell us what you think. Send your thoughts back by email, and I would be glad to give them time in the article. What were the values that Bell was exercising, and what were the values exhibited by Monument? The list provided might be helpful to choose from. If you are owned by a company like Monument, is it a good idea to bring values to your small supporting business? What would you do if you were Bell? We look forward to hearing your thoughts. You can email Ralph at ralph at prioritylearningresearch.com or you can contact us through our website, PriorityLearningResearch.com. Thanks for listening. Ralph Twombly.